0: I got a few complaints on that. On the first one that my butt was a little saggy, (laughs) so I go as far, I thought by base, by the time basic instinct two came around, man, they'd be, you know, (laughs) sending me off the geriatrics. So
1: (laughs) the national defense is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Michael Douglas is a legendary actor and producer. He has two Academy Awards, five Golden Globes, a Primetime Emmy, the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and the AFI Life Achievement Award. You know him for so many great movies. He produced One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and China Syndrome, and starred in so many great ones, including Fatal Attraction, Body Heat, and Wall Street. We are happy to welcome Michael Douglas to Celebrity Salute. The show business royalty is here. Uh, Back back with us, two-time Oscar winner, legendary Michael Douglas. Michael, how are you?
0: I'm good, Randy. Thank you very much for that illustrious introduction.
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's a a lot more that can be said, but it's great to have you on the program. And I got to ask you, you, what is that on the ceiling there where you are?
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm in my father's bedroom. Uh, up in the, up in Santa Barbara California they had a little kind of a weekend house uh, here and uh, you know my dad passed away a couple of years ago right. and, and then when his his wife passed away and just recently he dad passed away at 103 and was 102 and anyway I've come up here to kind of you know clean up there's a lot of they left the house pretty much in, intact and so there's a lot of memorabilia. And one of the things was that dad had it's sort of a, a Matisse, the artist Matisse. It's a painting. It's sort of his his logo, his sort of sculpture. And he's got two of them. You can't see the other one. Well, I can show you. I mean, the other one is uh, oh, wow. the other one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And cool. so he's got them kind of flying, just flying together. And uh, I'm, I'm sleeping in dad's bed. Here, while i been staying up here. It's been a great kind of time to, I'll bet, rekindle a lot of memories and, and all of that. And um, and you look up at night and see these uh, these two figures, flying, on your ceiling, and uh, you know, <laughs> it's a good reminder of dad.
1: Was your was your dad uh, a pretty big art collector?
0: He was. He collected uh, the Impressionists, school, uh, Monet, Monet, Chagall one time he had a Picasso wow. to sell that earlier in his in, in his career but um he he enjoyed uh, he enjoyed his art collection and uh, my well she's my she was my stepmother for 65 years uh but I loved her like like my mom um and um and was was French Belgium and so played a large part in kind of uh, Giving a little, a little good taste to my father, bringing bringing hmm. up his uh, taste for she, <laughs> He's a little bit of a, you know, a peasant, and so she was very good at uh, improving his quality life.
1: Oh, that's so cool. That's that's so cool. Yeah. Boy, this is a big year for you in terms of some of your uh, blockbuster movies. In terms of anniversaries, I mean, you got what is it? Basic Instinct is thirty this year. Fatal yeah. Attraction, Wall Street are thirty five. And then Streets of San Francisco is 50 this year. Can you believe that?
0: I can't. I, I could really, I but mean, I, I saw that. I mean, I realized it was, but all of a sudden, you know, they they're all pretty vivid to me. But when you start talking about 50 years and 35 years, right. uh, Just a reminder how fast it all goes. You know, yeah, how but, fast but you're not,
1: and you're not slowing down at all. I mean, you may be working harder now than you have in your life, huh?
0: Uh, Well, a bit. I I try to do like one thing a year, uh, you know, sort of like that we did. We just completed um, our third Ant-Man. Right. It was Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. (laughs) Uh, Well, Ant-Man, I think of the quantum realm. So finished that up the sort of the end of the last year. And uh, I'm getting ready now uh, to play Ben Franklin. I I
1: read that. Yeah, that's going to be
0: i casting. I mean, I got a little bit of work to do. I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> shave my head back a bit.
1: Put on the spectacles.
0: And, uh, put on those spectacles, yeah. you know, probably eat, eat a little more, get it up. And uh, yeah, this dude, dude, dude play Ben Franklin when he was in, when he was in France yeah. um, and right after, right after we declared our independence as a country and it, it there's a lot of similarities that much was what's happening in Ukraine right I, I, now. I, I was just going to say, yeah, but we we declared our independence, and we were still in, in, a, in, a, in a vicious war with the Brits. Um, and it looked like you know, General Washington was going to be the, the first president, of the shortest, uh, the shortest democracy in, in, in history. Um, and so we ended up needing to get some financial and military support. Um, for our new country. And so Ben Franklin was appointed to go to France, because the French and the British were always fighting <laughs> each other. And um, the, the French really were the ones that kind of saved our democracy in terms of their support, both militarily and and, um, and monetarily. And so it's a story about Ben Franklin and his, uh, his seven, eight years when he was in France. And,
1: yeah, and it's based on and, a book, right?
0: Based on on, on a uh, on a book right right here called the the um, it's called the Great Improvisation. Yeah, and the Great Improvisation written by Stacy uh and it just focuses on those years of uh, of Franklin when he was in France. But man, what a guy this guy was! I mean, he just <laughs> was. And one of the things that's incredible, you know, he had Poor Richard's Almanac. Right. And if you see the number of expressions that we use today that Ben Franklin was responsible for, it's it's wild. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he might've been the very first truly Renaissance man.
0: He was, he was, he was was a a musician, obviously discovering electricity, a a number of inventions, the Franklin stove. Uh, He was, he was was quite an amazing man.
1: Yeah. That's, that's going to be fabulous. I, And and also, I just enjoy so much, Is it? I think it's Hank Pym. Pym. Hank Pym in uh, Ant-Man. You do such a, that's such a great character that you play. And the brilliant, but very volatile scientist. And I mean, I just went back and and watched uh, the last one. And when you smashed the man's face with your fist, (laughs) that was one of the most satisfying parts of the movie for me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> for me. Yeah, you know, I, I was not—I was not a comic book guy. You know, I mean, people really, and I—but I learned very quickly how serious oh. comic book fans are. Yeah, and they take their comic books very, very <laughs> right. religiously and, right. and seriously. Uh, so, Hank Pym was actually the one responsible for creating the Avengers, the particle. um and the whole the whole group. So. Had a lot, a lot of credibility, a lot to do, but the m n Man films have been fun because I never had done any of these green screen movies before. It was one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, and you know, for your for for your listeners, you know, green screen is basically how you create all these computer graphics, all this incredible thing, and you're on a big stage. Sometimes the stage is about as long as a football field. Wow, with an enormous green screen surrounding you all the way around and there's literally nothing there there's nothing there and then the director will show you the photographs of what it's going to look like in this case of the quantum realm it's called when they're going to add all these things in and then they tell you okay you're going to look up here and the ship's coming in from there <laughs> right there. then you're going to go look over there and the, the bad guys are coming in here and so I have a whole new respect for actors acting on green screen, because you talk about make believe. Yeah, you've really got to. You've really got to reach out for it. So it's it's been a, kind of another quiver in the old boat. Yeah. Know, well, you, you know, it's something that I've never done before.
1: But but you know, I can understand that too, Michael, because most of your career has been spent reacting to other people, right? right? And so now you have to react to something that you can't even see.
0: Right, <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. And then they'll have characters. You know, they have these different crazy kind of characters, and they'll have an actor pretending to be him. And <laughs> then they kind of give you a frame, and they're like, and he has it on a pole. His eyes will be up here, and you have to look <laughs> to pretend, and pretend you look at his eyes. It's 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 quite a quite a feat. And as I said, I just have such great appreciation now for actors. Uh, uh, who do this. Well, and and work. your chemistry
1: with Paul Rudd is fantastic also and uh we we're, we're of course Paul Rudd huge fans because uh we're based in Kansas City that's where Paul is from. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And uh but uh, was that just an an immediate kind of chemistry had you met before?
0: He, yeah, no. I know. no, he, he's just well, he's just he's just he's just the best. He's the best guy and, and, and he's a, he's a lovely gentleman. He kind of thinks the same way I do, you know this is not rocket science, this is not the military, we're not defending our country you know right. this is this is a couple of hours of entertainment uh and so I try to surround myself with talented people who are nice to be around yeah nice yeah. to be well and paul Paul is the is the best
1: so do you root for the Kansas City chiefs
0: now well, I do now. <laughs> And, oh, that's great, and, and your baseball team and everything Yeah, else. Apollo,
1: right, yeah. right. <laughs> he's, he's he's a he is your biggest fan. Right, right. No, he's he's great. He is he's fantastic. We're talking to Michael Douglas here on the National Defense, and I want to take you back to thirty years ago with Basic Instinct. Those movies that uh, are celebrating an anniversary this year, Fatal Attraction, Wall Street. When's the last time you watched one of those movies?
0: Oh, I. Thirty years time. ago, <laughs> right, right. Well, I watched. Thirty I, years ago, I watched
1: Basic Instinct two nights ago. And um, the,
0: the, what you'll do, ready for your work? You know, you you are the I, efforts I, that you will make for your work. <laughs>
1: I I do and do and do, Michael. You know, <laughs> but no, I I didn't real I didn't remember. I guess I mean this is thirty years ago, and you and Sharon yeah. Stone. I mean that had to be yeah, but, the, the steamiest movie ever at that time, right?
0: It was. It was beginning of the 1990s and we were going through a very, you know, film a very kind of conservative time. Right. And I just wanted to do a slam dance movie. I wanted just to, I just felt like just wanted to do something. And and the script came along and um, the right director, Paul Verhoeven. And then we had a really hard time casting the lead because of the a degree of nudity and and aggressiveness that was going to be involved
1: you wanted kim um, basinger right
0: yeah yeah but yes that was one of the choices and then we were having a tough time and then i went away and then paul sent me this tape he said you have to look at this i uh, and, and and sharon stone had been in i think it was the terminator uh that mm. paul had directed with arnold schwarzenegger and she'd been in that and she was just killed that she was so good. And the part was like made for her, not that she's that woman, but that uh, right. it was just a really, really good part. Um, and I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it for a, a long time. I catch it once in a while, um, but it was, it, it was pretty aggressive. And yeah, uh, <laughs> we had a, we had a, we, we had a fair amount of, uh, we had a lot of protests at the time, actually, from the from the uh, LGBT community thirty years ago, who um, were offended that that we had a a a, a gay woman uh, who was playing a murderer. Mm. And I said, "Well, wow. you know, this is part of <laughs> this is part of <laughs> right being part of the, of the of you know can't just be a bunch of white guys, you know, right. that are always the murderer." <laughs> yeah, so. You know, it was just—it was a—it was just a, a great part, and it felt it kind of fell apart because they realized that the film was good and she was uh, um, so good. So I—I I had, yeah, was—I I have uh, fond memories. We all got to know each other pretty well. I can tell. The, they, the so-called, but you know, all within the realms, the so-called F of the century. Uh, we shot that. <laughs> we shot that for nine days.
1: Wow, Nine I'm. So, I, I, I feel so bad for you.
0: <laughs> I think, well, I got. It's tough work for some of these guys.
1: And I didn't know that there was actually a basic instinct two that came out without you, but with Sharon Stone, yeah. and it did not do well.
0: It did not do well. I, 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 I knew that was one. I was going. My, even even I'm, I got a few complaints on that on the first one that my butt was a little saggy, so <laughs> I, didn't go as far. I thought by base by the time Basic Instinct Two came around, man, they'd be you know <laughs> sending me off the geriatrics. So,
1: <laughs> oh, talking to Michael Douglas here at the National Defense, and you know I I think that you're doing all this work now, and my producer said to me this morning. Said because he's got little kids, and he and he said, you know, he, he's also one of the lead voices in Green Eggs and Ham on Netflix.
0: Yeah, wow. I am Sam. Yeah, I am I Sam. Am <laughs> Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then, and, and I looked into it. And what a what a cast of professionals on this thing.
0: Yeah. Wow. So well, again, you know, I, I'm sort of I think at this point in my in my career, Randy was just sort of thinking about well, what 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 are the things that I haven't done? Right. And uh, and I had not done one of these you know, these animated uh, voiceover things, and <laughs> and I, and I'm, I always uh, love Green Eggs and Ham. You know, I love Dr. Right. Seuss, all great stuff. So it was just a trans. It's a, tr- a chance to try something else out. And boy, it's tough too. I mean, um, you learn different things. There's a strange thing in voiceovers. You have to you have to exaggerate. You have to exaggerate what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, and it took me a while to kind of catch on to that, just uh, voice-wise. But um, I enjoyed it, but it took it took more time than I thought.
1: Well, so you've done a, a just about everything. I mean, the Kaminsky method, which was a sensational program. Um, Thank you. And I, I always, I always kind of heard that if you did TV, you also have to exaggerate more so than the movies. Is that true?
0: Well, I guess they say that because of the size of the screen. Um, it's, uh, I don't know that's, it, I think it really depends on the character, sure the character that you're you're uh, you're playing. But it all comes down to to the to your text, to to your script and uh, on Kaminsky method. I was really lucky. Uh, Chuck Lorre, who was our producer and writer. Oh, yeah. Chuck, going back, he did, uh, he did Sybil, he did Dharma and Greg. He did Two and a Half Men, right. Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon, Mom. You know, just a whole list. He's such a talented writer. And, uh, and the writing was, was so good. But on comedy, I don't know, in this service, television versus film. The comedy you have to learn to exaggerate sometimes, both both underplay, sure. and exaggerate. Uh, so again, I'm not, I have not done a lot of comedy, so that was again an opportunity to kind of try it out and work with some people like like Alan Arkin and oh, Paul yeah. Reiser, yeah, the best in their field at at this kind of stuff, you know. So I I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: So what kind of stuff do you and and Catherine when you, when you you know settle in for the evening? And you're going to maybe binge watch something or what, what are you watching now?
0: Uh, we're news junkies. Oh yeah. We, uh, especially yeah. with everything's going on. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Watch a lot of news and, and uh, we love, we, we love sports. One of the, I think one of the things that did it for me for getting together with Catherine, when I found out when Catherine said, oh man, she said, I love golf. I said, you do? <laughs> I, I had tears wow. coming down. Listen, I, I said, yeah. I love golf oh I, my that's great i i really always i used to dream about when i play golf and see those couples on weekends a husband and wife out i, <laughs> I <laughs> do some have a little brewski they look so happy together <laughs> right. they both were enjoying it. but <laughs> i <laughs> ever be able to find a partner who liked golf you, you know get, well, i sure did you got, <laughs> and and so she plays too yes she does oh wow he does so we're, we're not unfortunately we we always have to make an effort every year to kind of See the movies that are up for nominations and everything because um, we love making films and working on. But we don't see a whole lot. Uh, We're both kind of uh, we're both news junkies, following the news a lot and um, and sports. Sports. The thing in sports is you never know how it's going to end. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. Especially in golf. Especially in golf.
0: Especially in golf too, but even in, in in you know but but everything. I mean, just uh, I mean, look at it. Uh, March Madness going oh, on. Oh my gosh!
1: Know? Yeah, yeah. Wonderful
0: it, upsets and just uh, right. You just don't know how it's going to end. Movies, you can kind of guess the ending a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I'll never forget because my wife has never been into football until the Kansas city chiefs acquired a man named Patrick Mahomes. And now my wife knows more about the chiefs than I do. (laughs) And I mean, it's, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a a heck of a quarterback. Oh man. Yeah. He's great.
1: Well, just ask Paul Rudd. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Man, I'll tell you what, you've done so many great things. And I know you've got the Benjamin Franklin coming up but are you also doing a deal where you, uh, you play Reagan?
0: I did. That was a while ago. Um, I was trying to, I always want to do, you know, I'm, I'm very much involved in, uh, or have been since the China syndrome with, with trying to eliminate uh, nuclear weapons or certainly yeah. try to reduce the number of yep. nuclear weapons that are, <laughs> yeah. that are out there. And, uh, so I always loved the story, um, of Reykjavik, Iceland, when Gorbachev and Reagan met each other, uh, and it, it was supposed to be just a preliminary rehearsal to a, a big formal meeting they were going to have, and the two of them realized they both uh, they both hated nukes, you know, they just, both of them hated, hated nukes, they wanted to try to eliminate them, and they started moving so fast, and it was probably the closest we ever came to eliminating nuclear weapons, was right. this meeting that Gorbachev had with, with Reagan so uh, I I tried for a while to get that set up and it, it's still in the um, um, it's they're still trying to get it going but I, I don't know how many of these characters you know Liberace was one thing right. Ben Franklin's another you
1: know? <laughs> right right hey you were great as Liberace that was fantastic that was also fantastic and, I mean talk about stretching yourself
0: yeah that was fun that That's was cool. really fun that was a lot of a lot of a lot of appliances and pieces but
1: <laughs> hey when you uh okay so you're a news junkie and and uh, obviously everybody's more attuned to the news these days uh, especially with Ukraine and we have you know uh, admirals generals uh colonels on the show all the time and my question lately that nobody can seem to answer is why doesn't somebody just take Putin out
0: because he doesn't let anybody get close to him
1: yeah yeah.
0: Have you seen those meetings he even has with his secretary who stayed at the end of the table? He has right. a very small, I mean, this is just what I'm guessing. I mean, we all have the, have, have the same question. Yeah. I mean, what I, what I'm thinking is on the same, on the same time, we wonder why you don't take him out on the other end. The Ukrainians have taken out six of their generals. I don't know if you've seen that, that they, right. uh, they've got some really good sniper shooters and, um, and I guess it's in such a muddle, the, the generals don't know why it's all stuck down. So The general comes from wherever he's in his armored vehicle in the back and walks up to the front to find out what's going on. They've lost six jet major generals. And I, that's what I'm saying. So, well, listen, if they can lose six generals, why can't we? In this <laughs> right. You know,
1: I think it's time mm-hmm. for a diplomatic visit by Michael Douglas to the Soviet Union and, right. and, and uh, just a small handgun.
0: That. And, well, and, and our likes, thanks of a grateful likes, nation. He likes poison himself, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think so, too. Oh, man, it's incredible. Well, Michael, you know, of course, about our audience, uh, active duty military uh, veterans and their families. Is there uh, something you might want to say to them?
0: Well, if ever, if ever, you know, it's, it always becomes a cliche to thank you for your service. Sure. Um, until but it never gets old this past year you know um, I mean between I mean my son's 21 you know and he was saying dad you know in the last two years whatever we have with the political discord between our last president and the, the friction we've had in this country and then the COVID I had and now we're the closest to world war three you know you couldn't ask for much more conflict mm-hmm. in, in such a short period of time so um, I'm, I'm I'm so appreciative and so grateful to our members of the military. They make me sleep better at night. Um, they, they, they remind me of what professionalism is is all about when I see how soldiers in, of other countries function and operate. Right. And um, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. I know they've had some tough goes, particularly Afghanistan. Yep. Uh, it was not the, the appropriate way that they'd hoped to, to get out and all of that. Uh, But things happen. But please know, just watching what's going on in Ukraine, how much Americans appreciate uh, the work of our armed forces.
1: uh, Thank you you for saying that. And it's like every time we have somebody that's an active duty on the program, they are so impressive that I always say, I'm so glad you're on our side. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, they're they're the real deal, you know.
0: No, they, they, uh, they, they are. I mean, I mean, there's one thing, whatever political party you're in, that unifies all of us. And that's our, that's our support. Of Amen.
1: Our military. Amen. Yeah. There should be no, I mean, you, you got to support the military. That's just, that's just yeah. what, what it is. Well, Michael, listen again, thank you so much for taking the time. You've been very gracious with your time. Love having you on the program and, uh, come back as Ben Franklin.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're going to want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. All, all, all the best. Great talking uh, to you. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.